Welcome to season 11 of Spotlight on the Arts. Lights, camera, confidence. The impact of an arts education. My name is Brad Carter and this little shamrock over here is Jordan Vasallo. Thank you, thank you very much. We are both artists in residence with Sydney Catholic Schools. In this season, we explore the importance of arts, not just in education, but for life. It allows us to thrive and connect and make sense of this wonderful world around us. In this episode, we chat with Stage 6 dance students from Sydney Catholic Schools. They respond to an example of the HSC interview question. We'll hear students' perspectives and uh, elaboration on the HSC dance practical exam. So Emily, can you please explain the interpretation of your work? So my major work is centred around the concept of vulnerability and I have interpreted this concept through the being scared of vulnerability and then the acceptance of vulnerability. So through my performance I go through low levels to high levels which symbolise being scared of vulnerability and then being open to vulnerability as well as using a lot of closed and open shapes to again show being scared of vulnerability and being open to vulnerability. And along with this, I've also had to consider my movement choices other than just shape and level. So I use a lot of tipping movement choices, which represent being on the edge of being scared and being accepting of vulnerability to show that it's not always two-sided and that it's not as easy as it seems to be accepting of vulnerability and really let go of that vulnerability and this is also helped my interpretation is also helped through my choice of accompaniment which has a big crescendo in the middle to end of the song which allows for me to further my intent by showing the acceptance of vulnerability through the more intense part of the music. Marie, what body skill did you use and how was it incorporated into your core performance? Um, a body skill in my core performance is an arabesque. In this arabesque, safe dance is particularly important as I need to have even weight transference between my entire foot from my calcaneus to my plantar fat pads or um, the ball of the foot and across my metatarsals and this allows me to have a solid base of support particularly because my base of support is one leg on fondue. Having that even weight transference pre prevents me from um, having any injuries such as patella misalignment which can put a dancer out and can be detrimental to a dancer. As well as this I need to ensure that I have um, good core strength throughout my rectus abdominis. This is particularly important for me as I do have my own limitation of idiopathic scoliosis which is a double curvature of the spine. So I need to be particularly strong in my core which I learned through adjunctive training of physiotherapy training um, and having that strength in my core prevents me from straining my back and hurting my scoliosis. We're going to pause right there. So Yana Marie, amazing answer. Clearly somebody who has a great understanding of anatomy, safe dance practice, understanding her own body and limitations to be able to answer that question so succinctly. A lot better than what I could, I'm going to tell you that much. Uh, let's break it down really quickly. So she was talking about her body. So rectus abdominis. Yeah. Which is? Abs. 
Basically the abs. Abs. Engaging the core in the preparation before she goes into the movement. She was talking about the double curvature of her spine, which is the scoliosis, understanding what limitations that does impose in her own flexibility and movement. But also, not necessarily limitations, but using that to her benefit and choosing a way of moving and performing that is highlighted through what she can actually do, which is great. So, Sophia, what are the safe dance implications and or technical considerations when performing that sequence? So, during my core performance, in order to help develop safe dance practice and correct technique, I made sure to particularly focus on alignment and the three different aspects of alignment. So, the first one being the plumb line and having a focus on where my plumb line is at times coming from the top of my cranium to the bottom of my lumbar spine. Also being aware of that allows me to have more control over my body and especially during balances like an off-centre balance, um, allowing me to have more control in my movement. The second part of having correct alignment is also being aware of where my centre of gravity is. When I have a one-footed base of support, I find that it's more important to engage my other muscles throughout my body more to help me gain more control. For example, during an off-center balance, I need to make sure that I'm engaging my abdominal region. So my rectus abdominals, my transverse abdominals, and both my external and internal obliques. Marissa, how did you organise your movements in relation to your concepts or intent? So my concept is inflammation with the intent to communicate the cyclical journey of an injury. I have used movement, specifically my motifs, to help me elaborate and to specifically talk about and communicate the form, which is ABA. So I do have two specific motifs. In my two A's share one and my section B has another. So my two A's are angular structures. Um, it develops in size. So from A1, it's just smaller throughout the upper body and through A2 is throughout the entirety of the body. And this helps me communicate my concept intent, which is specific on kind of the chemical structure of brandykinin, which is a hexagonal form, which is the cause of inflammation. So that increases in size. And then to show diversity throughout my section B, I used organic movements. And that again um, shows the increase in size and then kind of has a peak and then drops down. What a great response from Marissa. Her knowledge and understanding of the elements of dance is fantastic, especially in regards to the structure and the form. Um, Talking about ABA, the different form that she's got, and she mentions the hexagons as well that she uses, Um, and also a great use of dynamics as well. Also in her answer, and some of the answers from the other students, it's not just them spouting knowledge. I learned this, so I'm telling you. What they're doing is they're making it their own. They're taking it on board and they're following a very simple equation. Learn, copy, plus 10. Learn what you need, copy what's important, add your 10% that makes it your own. And because they're making it their own, they're providing great responses. Absolutely. Stacy, how did you consider the elements of dance, space-time dynamics to communicate your concepts and intent. 
So my concept is a computer glitch. So section A looks at a computer virus and this is shown through the angular shapes, the frantic sporadic movement. It's also shown through the musical accompaniment and through the timing being really irregular in meter and the dynamics being really fast and sharp and percussive. And then in section B, I look into the antivirus software. So this is completely different with angular symmetrical shapes, which differs from section A, which is asymmetrical. Section B also looks at a regular tempo and the dynamics are sustained a lot slower in tempo. And then um, as we look into section C, there is a combination of these dynamics and I look into both symmetrical and symmetrical shapes, irregular and regular tempos, and then also showing this glitching interaction between the antivirus software and the computer virus itself. And then through this is also a change in the floor pathways. So in section A, I go into a randomized floor pattern to show this frantic sporadic movement of the computer virus, as well as the frantic opening and shutting down of applications. In section B, I look at a more symmetrical and stable approach through a diagonal floor pattern that is used to show that stability. And then in section C, I use a contrasting pathway and I use both randomized and diagonal floor pattern to show the glitching interaction of each component. And Stephanie, how did you organise your movements in relation to your concept or intent? My concept and intent for my composition is to explore the process of a puzzle through the tessellation of different pieces of a puzzle. So for section A, I organised my movement as the first step within a puzzle is creating the border. So I created linear, strong, angular movements to represent the outside of a border. I also created a rectangular pathway within my use of stage. For section B, I organised my movement to be circular, soft and more of a sustained dynamic in order to explore the curved pieces of a puzzle. I also made the floor pattern a bit frantic and scattered as the second step in completing a puzzle is finding the middle pieces to then go into the third step which is section C, the tessellation of all the pieces together so both linear and curved combined. So I organised my movement through this with my stimulus of a puzzle piece. So I got a picture off of Google of a puzzle piece and I then created my movement based off of what I was seeing of the different sides of the piece. My accompaniment also supports this, so my music for my composition. This helped create my movement as there was stronger and sustained dynamics to help make my movement more suited towards that section of the work. So the, for the first section, there was clicking dynamics in the movement and in the music, and this helped to create the strong dynamic. For the second section, it was slow and softer music, which helped create the movement of the curved piece. And then section three was a combination of clicking and soft dynamics to then create that movement. We would like to thank the HSC dance teachers for your wonderful preparation of the 2023 dance cohort. Congratulations to all of the students. 
Join us next week for Season 11, Spotlight on the Arts, Episode 3, HSC Drama, Preparation for Performance. This episode was recorded in the studios of Southern Cross Catholic College in Burwood. We acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Aura Nation as the traditional custodians of this place, where many stories have been told, artworks created, and dances celebrated and shared for thousands of years. 